Parky, Mozzie, Gozzie and Fozzie's Christmas. Strange shapes and calligraphy upon a frosted bowling green greeted Parky in the morning. Silly was artistic talent, by a scholar of anatomy perhaps, or imitating Matisse or Picasso, were Parky's thoughts. <clears throat> Parky investigated the dimly lit interior of the boat in Lake Arbor, adorned with colourful graffiti murals as leaves swirled upon the ground, forming, forming heaps in the corners. The phenomenon of falling leaves would be over in a matter of weeks, unlike previous autumns, due to a sharp distinction of a summer and winter with a squashed autumn. Vivaldi's winter season played on as Parky watched topsoil applied upon the bowling green, sprinkled with a spreader by Victor, a mask was worn to, re to reduce inhalation of the weed killer. Victor marched, tartan style, on the square turf, covering four miles over both of the greens in a space of about two hours. Parky offered Victor a cup of tea and some ginger biscuits, which he enjoyed dunking. He admired his masterpiece of a pristine green, perfectly trimmed to a centimetre and a half in height, free of daisies or buttercups. An immaculate green base, of that there was no doubt. Kiss my grass, kiss my grass, said Victor as he left the hut. Mozzy, Gozzy and Fozzy prepared surrounding soil beds by tithing. One of them pulled out a block of cheddar cheese, unwrapped it, took a bite, passed it around. It soon disappeared after a second turn. A father held his young daughter's bike round the park as she learnt to balance on her own. Cycle practice had commenced from outside the skate haven upon entry in the, into the park at the west gates. The pavilion driver offered a wide, long path on which to cycle in a straight line, and it was downhill, so it required little effort on the pedals. In fact, it facilitated balance, as there was no need to think about pedalling. Gentle steering without any rash moves, otherwise a rider went out of control due to imbalance, and of course, courage to take the plunge. As Parky returned from his patrol from the lodge, he saw a young girl fall onto the grass verge from her bike. It happened just outside the swings. Children played on, oblivious to the accident, and Lucky was in his ice cream van, parked nearby. The red-haired girl burst out into howls. There wasn't any noticeable injury, as Parky ventured over to offer help. She'll be all right, said her father, brushing off bits of earth and grass from her knees. A little red was apparent. She bawled with ever-increasing decibels, so the father thought to acquiesce her feelings by pointing to the ice cream van. Would you like an iced lolly, darling? Huh? Or an ice, ice cream, perhaps? Florence? He inquired. Through her whimpers, the girl managed to utter a 99, rubbing her eyes. On holding the confectionery, the whimpers stopped. 
but tears hadn't welled up in her eyes. Ah, crocodile tears, said Parky, as he saluted the father and the daughter before marching on. Rowdy banter emanated from the gent's toilet. It prompted an investigation. Parky was confronted by a smoke-filled room. Adults conversed loudly and missed laughter, but the ranger stood in silence at the entrance, visible as a silhouette. Silence ensued as the men noticed Parky, his hands on his hips. It's an illegal act to smoke in here, since no smoking in public places that was implemented in July 2007. Her Majesty's Government amended the Criminal Law Act of 1967, Section 3, stated the Ranger. Some of the men put out their cigarettes, whilst others walked out of the toilet. Parky waited until the immunity was clear of loitering and recorded descriptions of the offenders. On the radio, a soprano wailed Grieg's symphony of sorrowful songs in a cold, empty park. Parting sweet sorrow at best of times, but when in love forget that, remonstrated Parker to himself. Mahler's sixth symphony, Time Has Passed, played next. Parky smacked his lips together. Bah! He exasperated. It was time for a different choice of music. He switched over the headset to his iPod. A dozen walkers arrived for a charity event and inspected the route. The charity walk raised funds for leukaemia awareness, highlighted by Adrian Sudbury, a young newspaper reporter at the Huddersfield Examiner. Adrian's aim was to highlight the plight of many sufferers. However, he had lived his life to the full with gusto and meaning. The climax of his campaign was to visit a pe present a petition with thousands of signatures to the Prime Minister in London for better services for leukaemia patients. The boisterous crowd journeyed round the park in laughter and sing-song. Dalton teenagers on bicycles were greeted near the bandstand wearing GB BMX team jerseys and helmets. A couple of hours later, the same teenage in the skate haven inquired of the cafe opening hours to quench their thirst after performing tricks. <laughs>